context of this proverb is the fear of the Lord. And all of this labor that mothers do, especially with their children, is for the good end of shaping and conforming the lives of her sons and daughters, and perhaps her husband too, to fear the Lord and walk before Him all of their days. Today on the Songtime broadcast, Dr. Derek Thomas continues our series, A Proverb a Day in May, as we're talking about the role that mothers play in teaching wisdom to the heart of their children, but also how they help us to learn how to fear the Lord and to love Him. Stay tuned for that. But first, we'll continue our conversation with Dr. Rob Reno as we talk about how families play an integral role, not only in raising up children, but also instructing prodigals once they walked away from the faith. The many voices are coming together for that one message. I'm your host, Adam Miller. You're listening to Songtime Radio. Our theme verse for this series is Proverbs 22, 6. Train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Now, this is a promise that packs a punch, especially with a promise that some believe is is too great to be true, because many of us have dealt with prodigals in our life. We, I even have one in my own family. There, there are prodigals, children who have walked away from the faith in which they were raised. And for many parents, that is a burden that is overwhelming. And as we think about that, and we think about this theme verse, to train up a child in the way he should go, and when he's old, he won't depart from it, we need to be reminded of the fact that while we might be anxious or fearful or scared to see what is happening and heartbroken over those who have walked away from the faith, parents cannot forsake their own way that they are meant to walk. We ought to maintain our faith and our confidence that that God is is helping us to grow in faith. We cannot guarantee these promises, but God is always faithful to his word. As we think about this, we're joined once again by Dr. Rob Reno, who's written a book called Visionary Church, How Your Church Can Strengthen Families. And Rob, I think that this is a crucial component because parents need to be reminded that they play a role even after their child has walked away from their faith on how to teach them how to to grow and how to walk in a manner that is that is worthy of the gospel. Yeah. You know, the vision here is not thou shalt be a perfect Christian to yeah. raise your children to be perfect Christians. And I'm really glad that you brought up this this issue, this painful subject of of prodigals. Um, one of our other resources is called Never Too Late, mm-hmm. Encouraging Faith in Your Adult Child. So you can find that book wherever you get your books, as well as the video series on that at our website at visionaryfam.com. But two-thirds of empty nest parents in the church have at least one adult child far from God. Mm-hmm. And it's the most painful thing in their life. It's so painful, in fact, that they don't talk about it very much. Maybe they even come to church. They see all the other perfect, happy people, right, uh, who seem to have it all together. Um, but they've got this child that's far from the Lord. And if that's your situation, again, just as you just shared there, Adam, to to encourage uh, everyone, uh, it's never too late. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Your mission of parenting is a lifelong mission. And if you've still got breath and that child still has breath, it's never too late. Even though they live a thousand miles away, all sorts of things have happened in the relationship. Never too late for God to use you as a spiritual encouragement in the life of your child. Mm. 
I know as we're talking about uh, Visionary Church and, and how your church can strengthen families, I, I'm sure you're aware of the the probably leading kind of uh, 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 comeback question is what about families that aren't complete? What about uh, broken families? What about single parents? What about families of, of, of children who have walked away from the faith? It sounds great if you actually have a family where you have a father that is is sitting down to do devotions with the kids and and a mother who is submitting to her husband. It sounds great if you have the perfect dynamic family, but well, we all know this scenario is that most families are pretty broken in that structure. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, Adam, uh, my generation anyway grew up talking about broken families versus intact families. Those were common phrases. Broken family meant a divorce or, or death or never married. You know, an intact meant, like you said, uh, you know, mother, father, two kids in a picket fence or whatever. And um, I've kind of changed my language now to say every family's a broken family. Mm-hmm. Uh, every family's hurting. Every family sins at home a lot. Uh, every family is in need of God's mercy and, and God's grace. And it's a very personal subject for me. I did not grow up in a family like this at all. When my when I was born, neither one of my parents were Christians. I grew up in Connecticut, just outside Hartford. Uh, neither one of my parents were Christians. My mother was my father's fourth wife. My father was my mother's second husband. Um, when I was born, again, they didn't know the Lord. God worked a miracle in my mother's life uh, when I was a baby and brought her to salvation. And she was the first Christian in our family tree. She led me to the Lord when I was little, led my brother to the Lord. My dad was an atheist. My dad thought my mom was a crazy Jesus person after this. Uh, My parents divorced when I was 15. My dad cheated on mom during business trips and my dad's bad behavior and and the loss of my family was, you know, this big huge wound and trauma of, of my life. And I think one of the things that God loves to do is to work his grace through the generations. And so I think about my mom um, who had to experience that pain and the loss of of two marriages, right? Um, She didn't get to experience a lot of, I guess we could say fruitfulness, if you will, right? She had a lot of pain. The Bible uses those illustrations of cultivating, sowing, and reaping, right? Mm-hmm. Cultivating the ground, sowing seed, and reaping, you know, the fruit. Well, we all, we all want the fruit, but especially for someone like my mom, who was the first Christian in our family tree, she inherited a garden when she came to Christ full of rocks and weeds, right? She spent most of her life breaking up rocks and pulling weeds. Some seeds were planted then in my life and in my brother's life, and now in her grandchildren, we're getting some fruit. Mm. And so I, many of us are, are in a family situation right now that's very painful. That's very difficult. It feels like all we're doing is breaking up rocks and pulling weeds. So you've got to have multi-generational vision. You've got to understand if Jesus came to you and said, I want you to spend the rest of your life, single mom, breaking rocks and pulling weeds so that your kids can get some seed planted and your grandbabies could have some fruit, would that change your attitude and your mindset toward the pain and difficulty of breaking rocks and pulling weeds. You bet it would mm. because of that multi-generational vision. We've been talking with Dr. Rob Reno. You can find out more information about his ministry and his book called Visionary Church, How Your Church Can Strengthen Families by giving us a call, 
7070. You can also head over to our website at songtime.com. In fact, this weekend, I know that many of you struggle with this whole idea of prodigals and prodigals in your life and the heartbreak that you've been dealing with in that process. That's why we're hosting a conference this weekend, Saturday, a definitions conference right here on Cape Cod with Dr. Ted Tripp, who's written the book Shepherding a Child's Heart, as we talk about how to speak the gospel to our children and instill that in their lives early, as well as carry it through into adulthood. His wife, Margie Tripp, will also be joining us, and she's written an excellent book called It's Not Too Late, a great resource for parents who are struggling with with uh, teenagers and adult children who have walked away from the faith. Uh, She'll be addressing that issue. And Dr. James Manganello is a Christian psychologist right here in New England. He'll be talking about how to uh, deal with the mental issues that are are plaguing our children, especially over the past two years. To find out more information about the conference, head over to our website at songtime.com. Do it today or give us a call, 508-362-7070. But now we continue on in our series, A Proverb a Day in May. This message from Dr. Derek Thomas takes us to the instruction that our mothers provide for us the wisdom that they give us in guiding our hearts to love the Lord with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and to fear the Lord above all things. This is the beginning of wisdom. Here is Derek Thomas. Well, a third thing I want us to see in this uh, proverb, and that is the context of this proverb, is the fear of the Lord. Uh, Go back up a verse. Uh, Verses 1 to 7 of the book of Proverbs functions um, like a prologue, it functions very similar to the way that uh, the prologue of John's gospel in chapter 1 functions to the rest of the gospel. And uh, the entire narrative of the book of Proverbs is summed up in these opening seven verses with its climax and peroration in verse 7. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. The fear of the Lord, the godly work of motherhood is to instill in her offspring and those around her the fear of the Lord. That reverent love and devotion and worship of God that counts Him superior to everyone and everything else. So, what is your task? Oh, I've fallen into the dreadful question, does your wife work? Of course, what I meant was, does she work out of the home as though homemaking was not work? So I was reading um, Anne Landers. She's an author known perhaps to an older generation, but Anne Landers, and uh, this is a book uh, of collected uh, writings of Anne Landers and things that people sent to Anne Landers. And uh, one homemaker described to Anne Landers what her task was. I'm so tired of all those ignorant people who come up to my husband and ask him if his wife has a full-time job or if she's just a housewife. So here's my job description. I'm a wife, a mother, a friend, a confidant, personal advisor, a lover, a referee, a peacemaker, a housekeeper, a laundress, a chauffeur, an interior decorator, a gardener, a painter, a wallpaperer, a dog groomer, a dog picker-upper, a veterinarian, a barber, 
a seamstress, an appointment manager, a financial planner, a bookkeeper, money manager, personal secretary, teacher, disciplinarian, entertainer, sometime psychoanalyst, nurse, public relations expert, dietitian, nutritionist, baker, chef, fashion coordinator, and letter writer for both sides of the family. I'm also a travel agent, speech therapist, plumber, and automobile maintenance and repair expert. From these studies that I have done, it would cost, and she's writing 30, 35 years ago, uh, from the studies that I've done, it would cost more than $75,000 a year to replace me. I took time out of my busy day to write this letter, because there are still ignorant people who believe a housewife is nothing more than a babysitter who sits on her behind all day and looks at soap operas. Do you remember what Calvin said about Timothy? Um, First and Second Timothy, these are letters Paul writes to, to Timothy. Timothy is his protege, his son uh, in the faith. And Calvin is uh, commenting on the influence that uh, Timothy's mother, Eunice, and his grandmother, Lois, had on him. His, his father was a Greek, uh, which may, at least means that his father probably didn't know the Scriptures very well. So there was a profound influence of his mother on Timothy. And Calvin in his commentary says about Timothy, he drank in godliness with his mother's milk. Isn't that a beautiful comment? Do you remember what Paul says to Timothy? Continue in what you have learned and have firmly believed, knowing from whom you learned it. And, And he's not referring to himself. He's referring actually to his mother and his grandmother. The context of this proverb is the fear of the Lord. And all of this labor that mothers do, especially with their children, is for the good end of shaping and conforming the lives of her sons and daughters, and perhaps her husband too, to fear the Lord and walk before Him all of their days. Today's Proverb a Day in May comes from Proverbs chapter 12, well, because today is the 12th. But verse 26 says, One who is righteous is a guide to his neighbor, but the way of the wicked leads them astray. A great proverb, a great reminder that the righteous lead their neighbors by their examples. And we certainly can think about that in the context of our mothers and the wisdom and the modeling of their life. Mothers play this crucial role in in self-sacrifice and and giving up of themselves in so many ways, they are instructing the hearts uh, so much by their their lives and their dedication to their children. Uh, my mother is so concerned about uh, what things are going on in my world. She watches the weather for Cape Cod. She does not live on Cape Cod or anywhere near Cape Cod, but she always calls me when the weather is going to be inclement and uh, makes sure that I am taking care of myself. I'm an, I'm an adult man, at least I pretend to be most of the time, but my mother is still my mother. She still cares. She still models that graciousness. She, she still models that concern and that love for me and a great model of, of someone who is righteous and is a guide to my life. I've learned from my mother. Have you learned from your mother? We don't all have the same joys and privileges of having a a Christian mother. 
This can often be a heartache for some, and many mothers have the heartache even beyond that of having a child who's walked away from the faith and the pain and the agony that they have experienced. But there is hope, because while there is great pain and anguish in this world, we have the confidence of what God has declared, that he will make all things right. He will make all things new, and that we are rewarded as we are obedient in following his example, following his word, following his righteousness by seeking first the kingdom of God. That's why this weekend we're hosting a conference with the encouragement of of Margie Tripp, who is the author of a great book, It's Not Too Late, talking about prodigals, but also her husband, Dr. Ted Tripp, and how to shepherd a child's heart, and James Manganello, talking about mental health issues facing children and adolescents in our culture today. All of these are great resources, and it's coming up Saturday, right here on Cape Cod, the Train of a Child Conference. To find out more information, head over to our website at songtime.com or give us a call, 508-362-7070. And of course, if you want to support the work that we're doing, if you believe that maybe you can't make it to the conference on Saturday, but you want to support it regardless because you believe in how important it is, then write to us at Songtime Radio, P.O. Box 100, Barnstable, Massachusetts, 02630, or again, give us a call, 508-362-7070. But don't forget to tune in again tomorrow, especially those of you who are struggling with a prodigal in your life, as we have some great instruction, once again, from Derek Thomas, talking about how mothers bear that burden, but also play a tremendous influence in the lives of their children, even when they're old. I have an exhortation. To all of you who are mothers and perhaps are finding the going a little difficult, keep going, keep praying, keep using those moments when you have an opportunity to witness to the beauty of the gospel. On behalf of everyone here at Songtime and our late founder, Dr. John DeBrine, who has always encouraged you to grow in grace so that you won't groan in disgrace, we want to thank you for listening. From Cape Cod, I'm Adam Miller with our theme verse, Proverbs 22, 6. Train of a child in the way he should go, even when he is old, he will not depart from it. <laughs>